Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Eight twelve on Wisconsin's Morning News. For those who are listening to our conversation with Brewers play-by-play man Jeff Levering, and talking about Lane Grendel on the radio call as well, they were talking about this. It's the spotted lanternfly invasion. These invasive, like moth-like creatures, eating up a lot of crops in Pennsylvania. They're all over Pittsburgh where the Brewers are playing. Don't bring them back. And they're nasty. Look, yeah, hey, you guys out there, check your luggage before yes. you come back. I don't want these things here. Nobody does. But upon request, Levering has delivered photos. Yeah, some good pictures. Yep. We asked him for pictures. He's like, I could send you. They're sitting right on my windowsill here at the hotel. So if you would like to see them, I posted them on my Twitter and Facebook, and they're also available upon request on the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Just text the word bug. <laughs> they're nasty looking. Yeah. Oh. They are colorful. They're vacuuming them. <laughs> They're literally sucking them off the streets with vacuums, and people are being encouraged to step on them. Yeah, because there's no predator for them, right? And they're, like like I said, they're eating up crops and all sorts of stuff. But this is going to make a mess now. You're going to have to hose everything down with the you know bug guts on the road. I bet they smell fantastic, too. Oh, you they smell bad? What do bugs smell oh, like? Bugs don't smell like things, do Have you ever smelled they? ladybugs? Yes. Ooh, or actually, oh. Japanese beetle. You're right, Debbie. That's exactly what I was thinking. That dirty, like, dusty... <laughs> Ugly smell. Really? You really haven't talked about bugs. Well, okay. The, it's the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> At the Brewers 360. That was Brewers 360 today. Oh, yeah. by the way. I mean, the Brewers are in a race for the playoffs. Two and a half on, on the Cubs. And all we talked to level about was bugs. Well, I don't know. You knew the Brewers won last night. Hey, Woodruff is back. That's all you need to know. I love that. Hey, why don't I get into something serious? And I need your help. I would love to hear from you on the Old National Bank talk and text line. Again, that's 855-616-1620. Actually, this is a, some poor show planning on my part because the text line is now jammed with everyone wanting to see pictures of those moths. <laughs> how am I going to sift through all the bug requests to get, through the, to, get to the meat mm-hmm. right. of what we want to talk about this morning? Give us a call as well. We'd love to hear from you. Moms and dads, caregivers... Folks, we're taking care of the kids. What is going on with your kid's school bus? Because we have some serious complications. There are always fits and starts every school year with buses. It's new. you got new kids who are taking the bus to school, new routes, new things. You can't count the first day. Right. First day is always delayed. There's always issues, right? And this was pre-COVID. That happened, right? Yeah. You worked yeah. through a couple of things. We have, I live in a small school district. There are always things, even in my small mm-hmm. school district right. with Us my too. kids. Does it stop here or does it stop there? Little things like yep, that. Yep. Totally normal. So I think parents understand, and as long as the school district and the bus company are communicating with parents so they know where their kids are, or they know, look, your kids are going to get picked up. Here's what's going on. It's okay. We'll abide by some, some fits yes. and starts and some issues. But post-COVID, it's just been so hard to find bus drivers and bus companies are struggling to find qualified drivers. We expect a lot of school bus drivers. I think that's a very difficult job. I never thought much about it until we started talking about trying, working so hard to find bus drivers and how difficult that was. And then you think, like, it's a hard job. For a bus driver, if you want to make it a full-time thing, it's often a split shift if you're in the school year. So you do the morning route, then you're off for a little bit, then you do the afternoon route. So that's hard. Or you got late nights where you're taking the football team wherever or... 
the volleyball team this year. If you drive the kids for sports, things like that. So it's more than just a pay raise you're suggesting? Well, I think, like, and we get at what is the root of the problem. It, yeah, Eric's like, I guess we got to pay people more. They're offering signing bonuses. They're offering, I've seen starting pay $20 an hour north of that. Which is a, a decent wage. Well, it's the kids then, right? Like <laughs> drivers just want to deal with the kids, right? What would be the wage to make it twenty-five? Do you make it thirty? Do you make it four? like at some point? Maybe it's just a job that people but, don't want to but do. But also think about that. Okay, so say you said thirty bucks an hour. All right. Well, how how much are you actually even driving? I mean, it's only a couple of hours. So no matter unless right, right, the right. pay is a ridiculous amount per hour, it's not like bus drivers are working five hours a morning, are they? Not necessarily, right, unless you do that split shift and then also you throw in a weekend taking the band to their competition or whatever. I'm sure there's a way to make it uh, a a full-time job, but perhaps for others it's part-time, right? right? And so I don't know if it's just a wage issue, but what I'm interested in are the challenges that parents have had. On the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old. What are the challenges that you have had at the school bus? We have reports in Nizansky City had his little kids on the bus. They had a two-hour bus ride. Two hours for elementary school kids. That's too long. There was reports of that in Madison as well. Brandon Snide said that his sister, she her, her what, second and third grade, Brandon? Yeah, correct. Second and third grade. Didn't get home until 6 p.m. last night. <laughs> Cannot have it. But what are they going to do? If they're out of drivers... They're out of buses. But, I mean, it's also day one, right? Like, okay. that has to be part of the issue. Are you tell, telling me to back off on the panic button? Well, I, right. God, I hope so. But, I, I mean, no one is surprised by this. We knew this was an issue. So I guess I guess my point being that, no, it's still not ignorant. I don't think everything's going to be perfect today. But I would like to think that first day was part of the problem. 855-616-1620, Old National Bank. Get old. What's happening with your kid's bus, and what's the solution? Let's go to uh, Valerie. She is in Milwaukee this morning. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Good morning to you. And happy new I school have... year. Oh, yippee <laughs> Let me tell you, the buses have been issues for years, okay? When I have my grandchildren, and when my granddaughter was in fourth grade, the first day of school, they put her on the wrong bus. She was, we was on the south side. She ended up on the far north side. She didn't get home till almost 7 p.m. And then, oh, yes, and I also have a grandson with special needs. So I had to get him a special watch that tracks him. So he could call me in an emergency, and there's been five incidents last year, last year, where he's calling me, Bobby, they forgot to drop me off. Oh, no. So how do you fix it? He's in a panic. Well, part of the the problem is, yes, the bus drivers. There's such a shortage for that. Um, I was active with the parents program with this, and that's when they went into the three-tier busing where they split up the school so there were three tiers, so they weren't trying to do so many at once. Sure, stagger the start, stagger the drop-off, and take home, yeah. But then what happens if the first first route is behind, that puts the second route behind, which puts the third route behind, which just, I don't know if there's a solution, because we are at such a shortage I do know for sure MPS has been working on this problem for years. However, there's got they've got to find something, find an incentive 
to get more bus drivers because what those bus drivers have to endure sometimes is ridiculous. Uh, thanks, Valerie. Appreciate the call and a lot uh, to get through in there. Another text coming into the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Problem is with driving school buses, depending on the school system, you're doing it for the students who are unruly and do not listen to the bus driver. Driver Driving that bus can be nerve-wracking. Their safety is your priority, but if they don't listen to you, then I put up with the frustration. Wondering if that's from a bus driver. Did not identify as such, but uh, it's Mike in Heartland. Yeah, like I said, that's a hard job. Because first of all, operating a giant vehicle like that, I was kind of joking with my wife because she used to be in education. She was a teacher. And I'm like, you always had good discipline. Your students liked you. I'm like, you'd be a good bus driver. She goes, well, first of all, they needed a grade from me. Like there was incentive for them to behave. To kiss up and behave. And then she goes, and secondly, like, I don't know how to drive a bus. So I think that's like almost secondary. We forget that's a skill. You have to be a good driver. You need a commercial driver's license to do it. A lot of these companies will help you get that, but there's a lot of training. Would you be able to just get into a bus and drive it right now? No, you wouldn't. I'd love to give it a shot, but <laughs> I don't think I would go right. very well. For an exercise, not fully loaded with other people's <laughs> oh, children, right. Yeah, right? That, yeah, the children part. Uh, from the 414, hire another adult for each bus to be the bus monitor, so all the driver has to do is concentrate on driving. I love that suggestion, but we already can't get enough people to sit behind the right, wheel. Right. Not not tenable. It's a it's a people problem right now. It's an employment problem. All schools need to be good schools so that kids can go to their neighborhood schools. I think for Milwaukee public schools I've long thought that. And I remember years ago, remember Superintendent uh, Andrakopoulos was his last name. I thought he was a pretty decent super in MPS and I remember doing an interview with him unrelated to something and I just asked him one time because I think they were having bus issues even back then decades ago. And I said, "Look, why don't you just say, because also MPS, if you want to broaden it out, and this is happening all over the yeah, state. Yeah, it's not just an MPS thing. Oh, but, but I get right. you. Go ahead. In MPS, it's tens of millions of dollars a year that they spend on buses. Think about all of that money spent on buses. It's a huge percentage of the budget before kids have learned to think, just getting kids around. And I remember putting the question to the superintendent at the time. I'm like, what if you just said next year? Neighborhood schools, we're done busing. And I don't mean totally done busing, but in large part, we're just done busing. We're done sending kids from this neighborhood to that neighborhood, et cetera. And he said, right now, we're not outfitted to do that. And one thing that he pointed out is, so you might have a school that school that's within walking distance of your house. Well, that might only have a couple hundred kids. And it needs to have four or 500 because of the size of the school. And then there'd be a school in a different neighborhood that would be overloaded. It's like, it's not just that simple of flipping the switch and just saying, all right, everybody go to the school that's closest to their house. Right. That said, I think it should be something that's looked at. But then that's just MPS. That doesn't address the issue. We're talking about Waukesha today. Mm-hmm. We're talking about rural districts where kids are on the bus for two hours. So it's not that that might help alleviate some of the stress on the city in MPS wouldn't solve the problem in the suburbs, and this is statewide. 823 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Been hearing from parents, from families, from caregivers about the challenges that they've had, both rural and suburban and urban, from the, nine, the kids to school. 920 on the Old National Bank talk and text line. The problem is that there are no benefits. It doesn't matter if it pays 30 bucks an hour. Your route is less than two hours long. Talking about the difficulty in recruiting bus drivers. Sure. I think that's the thing. Like if you're, if you're in need of a full-time gig because you need that company insurance. Yeah. 
Maybe something there. Bob and Waukesha, the answer to the school bus issue is hire Sean Went. That is, <laughs> that is not the answer. Oh, boy. But thank you for that. Another one I is can't a, believe Sean Went's still living, uh, still a thread in this show. I love that guy. The uh, split shift. Yeah, that, that, That's a tough one for people. Another one here. A lot of it, too, is that you can't discipline the unruly because they're innocent until proven guilty like our criminal justice system. Drivers are scared. I definitely hear that. I mean, my son sort of, I mean, mostly joking. It was largely benign bad behavior. But in terms of the behavior on the school bus, when he rode the bus to middle school, he called his bus the devil's tractor. (laughs) It was that bad. He just said kids were kids were knobs. You know, I believe it. And it, that's always been the but case, right? Yeah, I was going right? to say, that's not new, right? But maybe it's risen to a level of, like, who's putting up with that anymore. And then if you can't discipline the kids, if there's no recourse, if, you know, you report kids and bad behavior and it just gets glossed over. Right. Getting into a larger societal issue right there. But certainly you reach a point. And my point about the economy overall is when you have everybody looking for workers, you know, why put up with a job that you don't truly enjoy? And I think there are some bus drivers who love their work. Oh, for sure. They love seeing the kids. And sure, are there some bad apples? Sure. But for the most part, they love seeing the kids. They like being a part of some. If you're taking kids to their sporting events or other things, that's fun too. Man, if you get to know the bus driver who's always your driver for your team, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely some value there in people who really love their work. But uh, for, for others who are not otherwise engaged on that level... Just as far as a job goes, it's hard. And if you don't have to take that job because there are plenty of other jobs for you to take, then you're not going to. What's the incentive? Okay, got it. AI bus. See, that's why AI right? would be great at this. AI bus. Self-driving Self-driving buses. bus. We're great. not that far away. Or are we? Self-driving bus. Bullseye. I think, <laughs> I think you got it. Fixed it. 831 on Wisconsin's Morning News. So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went. Eight thirty nine, Wisconsin's morning news. Eight five five six one six one six twenty is the old National Bank talk and text line. If you text the word "bug," b u g, not bugs, not big, bug, b u g. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. You can do picture pages. Play along with us. This is. I'm learning more about the spotted lantern fly, Eric. These are the uh, the bugs or the moths that are invading Pittsburgh. First brought to our attention by the Brewers broadcast last night. I was listening. Lane Grendel's talking about it. These are very large, I guess, moth-like flying creatures. They have spots on their back. They have red wings when they open up. First pitch to Monasterio is in there for a strike. It's 0-1. And they are literally everywhere. First of all, can I just point out... That's a skill <laughs> to be able to weave right? your story. And, and Uke is the master. Mm-hmm. He's learned from the best, Lane. Of has. weaving your story in and out of the game action. Oh, and one of Monasterio. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, so back to the story I was telling you about. Right. These moths, they're everywhere. If you walk, you'll hear crunches. And I'm not exaggerating because they're all over the sidewalks. They're all over the side of the buildings. It's an invasive species, as you can imagine. Uh, indeed. 
Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. The spotted lanternfly is an invasive species native to Asia. 2014 found in Pennsylvania has since spread to multiple counties, which are now quarantined. If you see a spotted lanternfly, it is imperative to to do what, Eric? Step on them. To immediately report it online or via phone. They've got What? They're everywhere. You have to report it. Here it is. Here's the number you're supposed to call. I kid you not. Pennsylvania Come Department on. of Agriculture. Here's the number you're supposed to call to report one of these. one 888 fly <laughs> What are you going to do with that? <laughs> Who's calling that number? These things are all over the place. Well, I think, right, if you're in downtown Pittsburgh, it's like, yes, thank you. Uh, we, we already got that call. But, like, if you're out somewhere, you're on a campsite or whatever, ah, hey, yeah, I've okay. seen these, I've spotted these. Call it in right away. They want to try to quarantine it. The hotel that we're staying at had a shop vac vacuuming the sidewalks today because these bugs are so prevalent, and they're big, and they will land on you, and they will hitchhike <laughs> without you knowing that they're on your shoulder. Ah. Also from Department of Ag in Pennsylvania, what else? Yes, Eric. What else it says Kill it with an exclamation point. Kill yes. it, squash it, smash it, just get rid of it. In the fall, these bugs will lay egg masses with 30 to 50 eggs each. These are called bad bugs for a reason. Don't let them take over your county next. Blah. Just keep them in PA, though. None of those jumped on the back of your car, did they? And ridden all the way up back here to As far as I know, Wisconsin? no, I returned. I mean, anything that was on my car was pretty smashed. Certainly ran into right, a lot good. of bugs. I didn't yeah. see any of these when we were traversing Pennsylvania as we drove our daughter out to, and back from uh, school in New York. It's been quite a topic for everybody in the clubhouse, during batting practice, on the field, or just anybody that's here for this series is these spotted lantern bugs. That sounds like a tavern in Wisconsin, the spotted lantern. Yeah, you know where that is. It's right near Crivets. <laughs> yeah, it's up near Crivets. The whole yep. spotted lantern. <laughs> For sure. So, and they're everywhere. Brett Michaels is I playing think there next are millions year. of them. I'm, I'm not sure I'm exaggerating. Yeah, I, I, think I think thousands I, I, would be too low. I think you're right. There is somebody in Pittsburgh that swallowed one at some point over the last few days. <laughs> 846 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, you heard Deb mention the rain. Just a couple of spots getting some pop-up showers right now showers and storms in the forecast through the day as possible it's not a washout type of day but things will bubble up from time to time this next text on the old national bank talking text line leads us perfectly into our next segment hey guys i need some advice my wife and i had an argument last night and she told me i was right what do i do (laughs) without precedent apparently in his relation (laughs) don't gloat now what do i do Oh, boy. I'm not sure what to make of this. Uh, speaking of that, so there's this uh, viral uh, blogger. Uh, his name is Isaac Colavecchio, and he's the dad behind DadWise.com channels on social media. He also has uh, different videos that he's posted. Very popular. And uh, he had some advice for uh, hubbies of the world. We need to stop asking our wives if there's anything we can do to help. What we should do instead is look around the house analyze the situation and then just tackle the first thing that seems to be interfering with the peace of the household all right so meaning if you see something just take care of it instead of asking for someone to tell you to do it no need to report into the foreman and say uh okay what do you want me to do next 
right? In other words, why should it be your wife who's sort of prescribing what needs to be done? Right. You should just because she doesn't ask you. Do you want me to do the dishes? What do you think? Does that make sense, Debbie? Yeah, pretty much. I get his point. He just seems a little. I mean, a little I get, smug I get about what it. he's saying. Yeah. It's just you know, and and it's very nice to take the initiative, but. You know, what happens if you've got a plan to... See, my husband does the pickup stuff. I actually like to do the clean cleaning, like with the cleaners and stuff. And I'm like, get out my way. Oh, so if he's in there with the uh, with the wood polish and all that, he ain't doing with it the right. end dust or <laughs> whatever, you're right. like, hey, don't help me. I'm like, I got this. I got this part. I don't think he likes doing that part anyway. So I, he probably doesn't like picking up either. But at least, you know, because I hate picking up. A little bit more. Just getting stuff out of the way. A little bit more here from Isaac. So instead of making your wife stop what she's doing and delegate you a task for how you can support her, just look around. See what needs to be done. If there's dishes in the sink, do the dishes. If the kids are being crazy, take them outside and run them around. If the floor needs to be swept, through the floor. If the dinner needs to be made, make the dinner. Look around. Use your eyes. <laughs> okay. It's a little smug. Yeah, a little smug about it. Like, hey, I got this figured out. What's wrong with the rest of you bozos? My, my favorite part is that he's doing that video while washing the dishes. Okay. <laughs> okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> but you made an interesting point. Vince said, Debbie, that his concern is more of doing something without being told or, or discussing it and then that not being noticed. Not true. What, right? And I don't, you know, I don't need a, a medal. I don't need a cookie for doing the things that should be done around the house. I just want to make sure that it's noted. That's all. <laughs> so if your wife comes out and says, hey, lawn looks nice today. I don't even, you know what, the lawn, that's fine. That's a, that's a hobby. Okay. All right, then. But no, it's not I, that. So it's more like, hey, thanks for picking up the living yeah. room. Yeah. I don't even need a thank you necessarily. I just want it noted. Acknowledged. She just don't even need acknowledged. Says, the living room is clean. Right. What I don't out. want is like, how come nothing ever gets done around here? Like, oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Because Look then you, these things, I did those dishes. Right, because then you're the clown if you're keeping a track record. <laughs> right. Well, on 9-6, I did the dishes, well, and I'm, oh, well. I got the pine saw out yesterday. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're took out much, the trash. We're pretty much even, so it's like, that's good. you know, nothing ever gets done around here, and it's partially my fault. <laughs> All right. So I take, adva- I take responsibility for partial responsibility for, right. for it being a mess or whatever, but, you know. It doesn't stop me from being frustrated. The other thing you can run into, though, is what you alluded to. And I did this the other day. I walked by. There was a laundry basket. The clothes had been in the washer, in the dryer. The basket was there. It was just sitting out. So I walked by it. I'm like, start folding the laundry. That's nice. And I got in a little bit of trouble for that. Because I had a lot of questions. Where does this go? Is this Max's or is this what? Is this my? Is this lip? Where where did? It's like, (laughs) I was going to do it. Like, just, you know what? You're not helping. You know, what she, you know what she was thinking? She was like, God bless, he meant well, but. Yeah, but, right. Off, You're making off. things worse. Stop. Like when the kids want to help cook. That's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> just ahead of 9 o'clock here, the WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. You heard Debbie mention wet roads. You might be driving around going, what wet roads? A couple of spots where some some of these showers are popping up, and this is going to be the possibility, according to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brendan Johnson. A few showers and storms can be popping up through the day, mostly cloudy and a high of 83. A few showers tonight, mostly cloudy, and then the cool down begins with a low down to 61. From the Old National Bank, talk and text line from the 414. Careful, Vince. What if your wife expects you to notice and acknowledge everything she does? <laughs> 
think I'm being misunderstood uh-huh. here. I, I said, I don't even need an acknowledgement. I don't need a thank you. Right? Because if you're saying, well, I expect, if I do the dishes, I'm expecting you to say thank you. That means to imply that this was otherwise your job, but I stepped in and yeah, helped. So, uh, Everything is shared. There's just a a desire to have her at least notice know that, that I'm you did doing something. my part. Right. <laughs> I don't even need Sandy. I don't need a cookie. I don't need a dad of the year, husband of the universe. I just, just like because these just are shared responsibilities. I don't. I honestly don't even need that. And what I don't want then is for it to come back and. Have it be implied that perhaps I'm not doing my part. So this stems from this uh, viral <laughs> she's blogger. La- she's laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we all live in these households. Right. Yes, it's the it's a subtle fine dance of because here's my thing. I will wash the dishes till the cows come home if it's my idea. But if if Mike even once said, "Hey, would would you just do the dishes?" I'd be like, "Oh, excuse me." Yeah, it would be like a throwdown. <laughs> but if I feel like I'm being helpful. I'll do pretty much anything, but if you assign me a task, I'm a little salty about so it. This, Doesn't mean I won't do it, but I feel a little salty. This vlogger basically said, hey, dudes, he was specifically talking to men. He said, do not ask for a delegation. Do not say to your wife or your, your significant other, hey, what do you need me to do? He said, instead, just do the thing. So mm-hmm. just do the dishes versus asking spouse to tell you what they need you to do. I would always ask first. Now, why is that? You need to check in with the foreman? No, just because I want to know that that's something that she wants done. And to your story, because I heard on the way in, she maybe she wants to do that specific task. Right. I had a plan for this. Yeah. So, I, mean, I thought you wanted to wash all the towels and all the sheets. <laughs> or mow the lawn and Or the vacuum. other one is clearly defined roles. My wife loves to cook, so she cooks. I always do all the cleanup. Everything wiped down, put nice. away. So that's our roles. Well done. There's never any questions. So have clearly defined roles. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a solution. Solved. Yes. Those roles have to be th- something that you want to do. Like, I found out this right, week and my mom hates vacuuming. So I was like, well, I'll do that. I have this delusion that I'm like, oh, look, I'm working my upper back. You know, like, oh, I'm being physical. I'm, no. I'm getting some steps in. Yes. But it's also a very visible result. Yes. That's Within why 15 minutes, look at that. Right there with My you. house looks point. really clean and all that dust is sucked right out. Love up. vacuuming. See? Not that far off from mowing the lawn. You know, <laughs> like it's, very it's a nice pattern. Do you make Excellent patterns points. on the carpet? Of course. I oh love to gosh. see the lines of the vacuum and the lawnmower. <laughs> when I was a kid once, my dad was vacuuming, which he never did. And it must have been before a party or something. And he was vacuuming and I was busy wiping out the lines in the carpet. I'm like, hey, look, Dad, I'm helping. I'm, I'm keeping it from looking like it a vacuum. He's like, hey, not that at all. He's like, I want those marks in the carpet. Oh, and okay. this to end the program at 8.58, Nicole Vitrano is in on the Vince Vitrano talk and text line. <laughs> You're just texting me. Yes, yes. Just turned on the radio. What did I miss that I need to thank you for? Oh, yeah. And we'll leave it there. Thanks for bringing this up, even. <laughs> WTMJ Now with Stephen Sandy is next.